pieces on the chess board is the king and the queen. King is the most important, but the most powerful one is the queen. And I realized, you know, I got a daughter, and we need to start doing stuff for these ladies too. Because they be going through shit just as well as we do. So, today I brought a, a queen on. <laughs> I brought a queen on this show. Just, uh, the name of, uh, uh, the name alone just get you weak at the knees and hardly breathe. <laughs> But uh, look, me and her have been a part of a lot of projects together in the last couple of months. She's a phenomenal woman, phenomenal artist, phenomenal actress, phenomenal mother, phenomenal everything she do. So I said, why not bring her on so she can talk to you? So <laughs> without further ado, Miss <clears throat> Shade, <clears throat> how you doing? I'm doing well. Let me get comfortable like you said. <laughs> let me get comfortable talking like you're watching me all the time here. But, yeah, I do get comfortable. Yeah. So, Sade. Yeah. So, what do you name after the other Sade? Of course, my dad. Oh, he, that was his baby? I don't, dad, I don't, you know, if you watch this, I don't know. Yeah. You know he probably had a crush on Hey, that's what I ain't going to Sade was bad as my mother. Look, you know what I say? Name, most of the kids name after Mercedes and mm-hmm. Lexus and everything. They don't look like no Mercedes Lexus. <laughs> but they ain't like, y'all, she look like a Sade, don't she? They <laughs> think Man, oh my gosh! Oh yeah, but I always forgot, y'all. Welcome to our first edition of From Girls to Women. Women, women. <laughs> you know, they're important too. Aren't we though? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like y'all got at least y'all got y'all got. I'm gonna say easier, but y'all have more resources allowed to y'all for being women than it is for guys. In what way? In what capacity are you speaking of? Mm, we can say assistance, mm-hmm. uh, ability to be more vulnerable, outlets to talk to people. Uh, more people always choose the women's side before they chose to listen to the man's side. Okay. Y'all are more allowed to act out and act upon emotions and get away with it versus if a guy do stuff, he gonna be, eh, yeah. I, I, got, I got four sisters. I guess it depends though. Like, are you speaking on like black women or are you saying all women? Uh, all women. Because we have a little bit of a, yeah. ours is a little bit more, like if we act out or raise our voices, then we're looked at like, you yeah. know, the angry black woman, so on and yeah. so forth. So it's kind of, it's kind of relative. Yeah. Which, it's a stereotype where I feel like mm-hmm. it's been pushed so much that it's bullshit at the same time too because I realized like other than the last two years they finally put the light on these angry white women Karen's <laughs> Karen's Karen Karen's and you be saying the shit that they do mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say like the stuff that some of y'all women do mm-hmm. don't be out of fucking pocket right right but it's like yo oh, look Sometimes y'all have a little bit of reason to act out, but not in the way that y'all choose to. Right, right. Then it just be like, 
the littlest thing. You're like, bro, really? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you bring this now to the level which the 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 situation is on, right? but they think they can get away with everything. So I'm glad right. they kind of exposing a lot of the Karens out there in the world today. <laughs> the uh, the false society of uh, hierarchy of women. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but I ain't like. I hate to say this, but I'm mad that majority of y'all black women mm-hmm. decided to go with the feminist route with these white women because the black home was all right until y'all want to listen to these motherfuckers and look at where we are right now. That's why look, you got the, the daddy's not in the household, uh-huh. but we was all good. This thing brought it from the '70s all the way till they just introduced crack cocaine into the neighborhood and welfare and all the other stuff too. So, don't you think that has a lot to do with it? I do. Because it broke up the black community. Mm-hmm. Because we were people that can coexist. Right. And we were dependent on each other. Right. To the point where now we can't stand one another. Mm-hmm. It's like, we... we so much hate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we made their issues our issue when it wasn't even our issue in the beginning. Right. Which sucks. Because... You think about it, you replace the fathers with the government. Right. And now it's harder because Yar had two incomes in the house. Now he got to get kicked out. Mm-hmm. Now it's hard for him to stand on his own. Right. And it's even harder for you to stand on your own because the system that you're giving mm-hmm. is not as much as it would have been if y'all were just stuck together and mm-hmm. rolled the blade out. But we can't, we can't fault the generations decisions from the past. We just got to make it better for these exactly. next ones. Exactly. Yeah. So, being, uh, oh, let me get back to right. Talk, I got to talk to this queen and stuff about queen stuff. To okay. educate y'all young women on how to be queens one day. <laughs> Alright. So, do you feel, based off what we just started talking about already, mm-hmm. how did that play into your life and like your upbringing and ooh, ooh yeah, marriages and in relationships? Ooh, that's a hard question. Because um, there's a lot to say. <laughs> so my upbringing, my upbringing was interesting. Ooh, wait, oh yeah, we gotta get a backstory. Tell us about the backstory. <laughs> they don't even know who the fuck you is. I just thought about that. No. Yeah, talk about it. <clears throat> so you gotta introduce yourself to the people. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, we just got, we just got ramped. Yeah, let's <laughs> do a little sound bite. Yeah. All right. Shade Corel. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'll just do Shade Corel and then they'll be able to figure it out. Facts. Okay. If y'all ain't can't figure it out after that, y'all <laughs> should <laughs> Alright. Hey y'all, my name is Shade Corel. So Shade is my first name. Corel is my middle name, but also my stage name. I am an actress. I am a singer. I am a writer. I'm a model. Mm. I am a mother. I am a phenomenal woman. I am. I am. So you know now you know who I am and it's nice to meet you all. Um, but back to the story, my background. Um, grew up in a two parent home. Okay. okay. Until I was fourteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I have a lot of brothers, so I grew up with five or six of them. Some, I say six because uh, the, my other brother, he stayed with his mom and, you know, every now and again he would come by. Um, 
grew up, there was abuse, there was sexual abuse in the home. Um, my older brother um, sexually abused me. There was a lot of, a lot of things going on with my parents. We moved a lot. There was um, uh, poverty, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there was, there was some things growing up in, in that, in the 90s, uh, things that I went through in the 90s that um, when I think back as far as what we were talking about, as far as the parents being in a home, two-parent home and fathers being taken out of the home. So uh, I don't know if it was better or worse mm. with dad being in the house. Because yeah. when dad was in the house, I love my dad. You know, he's definitely come a long way. Um, but when he was in the house, we did move a lot. You mm. know what I'm saying? We, we moved like 18 different places in 16 years. Right. So, well, and I say 16 years because that's how long my parents were married. Um, but when it was just my mom, we had a stable place. So, you know, it's kind of hard to say what's what. And my mom, she worked three jobs. And, you know, I don't think my dad was really helping financially. So it's kind of hard to say what's what. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, especially looking at from kid and like trying to figure out, wait, hold on, what's right. really going on here? Right. Because, you know, you'd be thinking, like, well, you think it's just probably because the number of kids probably made it hard for him or everything? I don't know. Because you got to think about it, that generation of men, different from this generation. Right. You think he'll deal with a lot of the stuff internally yeah, that he just couldn't talk and, and you probably couldn't feel safe to talk to your probably. mom. Probably. It, it probably was, and, and he probably felt a lot of pressure, you yeah. know, to be the provider. Yeah. Because um, my grandfather was a, you know, he was a provider, you know what I'm saying? I think yeah. that they might have seen that example and really tried to live up to it, yeah. but couldn't quite live up to it. And when you when you try to live up to somebody else's expectations, right. well, during the time you're going to crash and fall, right. and then that caused you to spiral into a depression and then you'd be like, bro, right. I'm not good enough. And right. like, you don't want your kids to be around you when you, like, you feel like you're not good enough. Right. And you feel like you rub off on them. But. Yeah, so, you know, it's, it's, it's something worth digging into to, you know, figure out yeah. what was going on at that time. Um, but I did see a lot of stuff growing up. Yeah. 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 A lot. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I've seen a lot too. Like, I was in therapy. I had therapy yesterday. Mm -hmm. uh, I was talking about my upbringing. Cause I was like, man, sometimes I feel like feel like I'm alone and stuff. Mm -hmm. I like to be alone, but at the same time, that's my biggest fear of being alone. I feel you, yeah. So, yeah, do some digging mm -hmm. to the point where like around the root of it, it went all the way back to me being 12 years old, mm -hmm. and I felt like displacing the family just then like have no place to stand on and stuff. Right. And shut off all my emotions, so I can. Understand when you say you've seen a lot, yeah, but you've seen it from your perspective, and nobody else can see it from your perspective, right. so they don't know how you're viewing it, right? That's why when I had the conversation with mom, I said, hey, Mom, I'm not trying to attack you, I'm not trying to, I just right. need some understanding on this conversation, right? For me to move forward in my life and trying to progress mm -hmm. because, yeah, relationship wise, man, I am what is it like I got connection anxiety or something mm -hmm. like that. Like, if I'm with you, I'm like, oh, I got to I'm like, damn, where you at? Like, hold up. Mm -hmm. Who you with? I always think of this, that, and the third. Do yeah. you think you fear being abandoned? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. I got abandonment anxiety. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Yeah, I do fear of being abandoned. I think a lot of guys do feel like that a mm -hmm. lot because 
we don't feel needed. When you don't feel needed, you or or we don't feel like we want it. Okay. I feel like it's both because like you said, a lot of these women these days like, oh, I, I need you for I got mm-hmm. I can do this by myself. This that a third. I'm like, okay, yeah. But when you tell a guy that, that's just like, bro, slap in the face. Because same time, say if I say that to a woman, we can't. The reactions are two different type of reactions. And really, we can't really vent that to her. Be like, bro, I'm like, yeah, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult being a, it's difficult being a man in general. Mm-hmm. Not saying it's not difficult being a woman, mm-hmm. but the pressure that's put upon you to be the man is more detrimental than it is. I feel like than saying, oh, to be the woman in this relationship because. I think women set such a high standard what we have to be. Mm-hmm. And yet sometimes we meet them where they're at, but not, not willing to meet us where we're at. Okay, so there's a few different things I want to touch on. So as far as um, the needing the needing and wanting conversation, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I think that if that's conveyed in a healthy way, mm-hmm. that can be... A conversation worth having yeah. right because no one on this earth needs another human being except for babies right yeah. kids children they depend right they are yeah. dependents um, when you become an adult you're called independent yeah. right so um, our livelihood does not rely on another human a, another human being unless we are yeah. dependent right yeah. so um, Yes, a lot of women are independent and they and they carry that, but at the same time, it's a, a part of being vulnerable. If yeah. you're able to be vulnerable and, and to also say, look, we are in this together, we are a couple, I don't need you for me to survive, yeah. but I want you, I choose you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So hearing it in that way, like if you know that I'm choosing you every single day I wake up, uh, I yeah. choose you. Girl, I don't kick down doors. I'm like, oh, Bruce Lee come through the damn shit. But you, you see yeah. the difference between yeah. hearing, just having a mature conversation about yeah. needing and wanting. You know, that's, I don't need you to breathe. I don't need you to drink. I don't need exactly. you to eat. You know what I'm saying? But I want you in my life exactly. to share my life with me. That's And that's where the difference is. And I don't think people say that well. They don't. Yeah. Trust me. I've been on the, the hard end of the pen lately. <laughs> <laughs> uh, heartbreaking everything. Goddamn. <laughs> no, because uh, cause like saying, someone like waking up and choosing you. Right. That's big. You that's big. Like, I'm being chosen every day by exactly. somebody that I want to choose me. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And then they turn around and choose somebody else. Uh, like, oh, shit. Y'all know what <laughs> Going but, through it on therapy. <laughs> that's a whole nother that's a yeah. whole nother situation when, yeah. because like I've said before, people a lot of people are broken. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that they're broken. And when you don't know, you don't when you don't know there's an issue, you don't know how to fix it. Fact. You don't know that you need to even start fixing it. So mm-hmm. then we get into these situations and we're creating toxic relationships. So yeah. it looks like everybody is toxic because don't nobody want to heal or don't know they need to. Yeah, take the time. Right. Because it's like once you get done with one thing, you go on to the next one. Right. And you're picking up right where you left off with right. the person, but he ain't even been in the same. He don't even know what the freak going on. Yeah. He, he just throw, he threw him into like this whirlwind of commotion and devastation. And you're yes. like, damn. Comparing. And comparing. 
Yeah, what? the comparison is horrible. Like my thing is, everybody deserves the benefit of the doubt because yeah. not everyone is the same. Right. I can't go into something else thinking, oh, no, nah, you you're not healed either, so I ain't gonna be able. To. You know, yeah. we don't know. We don't know, right? Yeah, so exactly. we, we have to give people the benefit of the doubt. So that's when we have to be able to let our guards down. And if we're able to do that, that that means that we're taking a step into that healthy mindset. You know what I'm saying? How come it's, it seems like it's harder for women to let their guards down than it is guys? Because I understand there's a lot of trauma attached to a lot of this stuff. But you know, I feel like men go through this trauma too. But it seems like guys are the first person that they guard down and be sure that they're vulnerable with the person. But then the women just don't feel like they got. They make you. It, it always. It takes basically you getting ready to lead them for them to actually let the guard down and like let you in. Why is that? If you, if that sounds like a generalization, uh, right, of women, and that's yeah. that's not the case, yeah. right? So it's that's the demographic of women that you may have been dealing with, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> so I I don't in their particular case, yeah. it could just be because they aren't healed, yeah. and they are carrying everything from their past into a new situation and never had recovered from what happened before. Mm. So if if the fear of being left alone is what motivates them to speak their mind, then that's what they're going to do. But not not every woman operates in that way. Touche, touche. I don't do that. I get that. Okay, 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 okay. I'm just saying. Like, you're right, you're right, you're right. It's just like the same thing, generalization for men. Mm-hmm. Because... I had to tell people, like, this is one that I hate when women say, man up and be a man. I'm like, bitch, uh-huh. you, so you a man, huh? You know what a man is. So that's, is that the pressure that you're talking about? Like, so the standards yeah. or the expectations that yeah, women have? I feel like women have such a generalization. Every individual got their own generalization of what a man should be. Mm-hmm. But you can't tell me what a man could be should be in this society when you're not a man. It's just like, I can't tell a woman, oh, man, you need to be a woman. This is what a woman do. Woman. Mm-hmm. I'm like, there's no one type of woman. There's no one type of man. It's just like, some of them have similarities. Some of them have some difference, different differences. But we such we so often generalize men with, oh, protective provider, mm-hmm. um, taking care of this, taking care of that. I'm like, Okay. Yeah, that's how it used to be. I'm not gonna lie, but you look at today's society. It really take two, three income house, mm-hmm. three incomes to take care of one household mm-hmm. now. That's even even if you don't have kids. Right. Now, if you have kids, between right. the two of y'all, mm-hmm. y'all need to figure out how to. So you're like, okay, such a, and you put so much more pressure because like, I feel like. Women more chase perfection mm-hmm. in like everything when in reality you never nothing will ever be perfect. Right. Guys accept the situation they're in and they say, Yeah, we can grow from this. We got a foundation mm-hmm. but we're more likely to, you know, not try to set expectations on what should be and like go with the flow. Okay. So let me speak to that directly as far as the expectations. Yeah. Um, what I think happens when women say or some women say, "Man up, be yeah. man, be a manly, uh, be be man or be a man or be manly," 
And then what I think is happening is a misdirected or a misguided view of what they what their expectations are. Yeah. And they're projecting their expectations onto a man and saying that those expectations are what a man is supposed to be. It's not that they think that they are a man, but they have an understanding of what they require, right? I mean, if I'm coming into something, I have my list of what I'm looking for in a person, just like a a man does. A man ain't going to go out here and just say, yep, that's the one, and it don't (laughs) even look like what we're looking for, you know what I'm saying? So everybody has their preference, right? So then when some women are... Express like if they don't see what their expectations are mm-hmm. in the man that they're with, then they have to attack because because this don't look right, yeah. something don't look right, so I need to say something about it, yeah. and then they go on the attack, mm-hmm. and it looks from the man's point of view like wait a minute, this, what, what's your definition of exactly. what a man is, right? But y'all, that means that y'all haven't talked about the expectations. Yeah. That means that y'all. Or y'all just got into a situation and then now we just yeah. we're just doing stuff. Now we're just here. But everybody needs to be able to ex- express what their expectations are, yeah. especially if you go into a situation with a woman that has children. Yeah. Right? Like I don't expect any man to come in and take care of my children. If you choose to, that is on you. But yeah. I'm not saying, hey, come take care of my kids. Yeah. This is this is your responsibility now. It's not. Yeah. They're my responsibility. And they have a father. Yeah. Right? So that's that's on us. Yeah. If you come in and you step up to the plate, then by, by golly, come on. Come on. You know what I'm saying? I welcome you in with open arms. But I'm not I'm not going to apply pressure on you to do you X, Y, and or Z for my children. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. and not everybody operates in that way, right? Yeah. So it's 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 all relative. Yeah. All of it is, but the the basis of it is have a conversation. Yeah. What are the expectations? Yeah. And I feel like that's a great conversation to have. The only problem I see when we have that conversation yeah. is now when you put them expectations on the other party. Mm-hmm. Like, girls always tell me, this is just for me. I, I'm, I accept criticism. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. What's your expectation? Boom, I can take that. Now I tell you my expectations, mm-hmm. and now you're not willing to meet mine. Why would hell should I be trying to meet yours? See, that's I feel like it's like give, give and that's, take. Yeah, yeah, that's where you either part ways or you compromise, yeah. because not everybody's going to be exactly what you want them to be, right? Exactly. So and then I some mean, people say, "Oh, this is why I hate it." Well, I, I laughed. I'm not gonna say I hate it. I laughed at. She was like, mm, "I'm not willing to compromise on mine, but can you compromise a couple of yours?" I'm like. Hold the fuck! Hold the front door. I'm trying. I'm trying to start cussing on myself. <laughs> I'm like, hold the front door. So, you want me to compromise mm-hmm. and meet you, but you're not willing to compromise and meet me. And that's where you take the steps. Like yeah. it's to me, it's just that simple. If you yeah. have the if you have the conversation up front, then you don't have any. Like, okay, all right, cool. We're not on the same page, and I can easily walk away from this. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's easy to walk away from something that you're not totally invested in. Yeah. So, but see, my problem is, as soon as I put a dollar into you, that's I'm invested. Oh, that's not an investment. <laughs> hey, a dollar? Yes, yeah. That's a dollar. <laughs> that's not. Hey, I can't even get double cheeseburger for a dollar no more. I need two dollars. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but look, when I put that dollar, hey, if I put if I spent a quarter, 
That's my quarter. But that's where the talking stage comes in. Yeah. Like understanding what what each other expects of one another. Yeah. It's it's honestly that simple. Like if you can't if you can't get past that part, then what is what is the conversation for? You're right. All right, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I mean, there's always it's layers to everything. Yeah, yeah, it it's, is. It's, it's layers to this shit, y'all. It really is, man. Okay, so piggyback off from that. Mm. Why? All right. Do you think it's harder to date as a single mother or date as a single father? I think it would depend on custody. That's yeah. essentially the entirety of the thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you don't have full custody of your children, then it'd be easiest to date anybody, no yeah. matter, yeah. you know, what the case is. But um, if, let's say, both parents have custody, right? Let's yeah. say this man over here has full custody, this woman over here has full custody, and they want to date each other. That could be a challenge in itself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because again, the kids are mixing. So, right. see, because this is a problem I've been having lately as a as a, a, a single father that actually have custody of my mm-hmm. my son. I, I run the same thing you said. Like a lot of people, are like, oh, see, then you mean I'll have to be. Already. I was like, man, no. Like I'm not trying to tell y'all. Look, like yeah. Eventually, like, if we get married, everything else, mm-hmm. so yes, he'd be a part of your life. I understand right. that part, but we're just dating. Right. I'm like, I'm not even bringing you around my children at that age. Mm-hmm. Like, I got a little girl too now. Me and her mother is whenever I want to pick up, get them. Right. So we we share custody of her. Mm-hmm. But it's like I feel like more women, are, more men are open to dating single mothers. Of kids than it is women that open up to date single fathers with kids, even if they taking care of their kids. Mm-hmm. The first thing you always say, "Oh, got to tell your baby mom." Don't like what shit you think I don't even worry about your damn baby dad coming around here with a brick. See, that's, honestly, that's all that's all relative too, yeah. because like I have not witnessed any of that. Like, yeah. um, like just being on the outside looking in, I've not witnessed any single fathers having issues dating. Well, what but the fuck is wrong with my ass? I see a lot of single mothers having issues dating because yeah. a lot of times, especially depending on the amount of children, men have a negative outlook on a woman who has a lot of children. Like, whoa, whoa, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. their shock. It's a shock um, to the whole idea or thought that that woman has had so many children. Now, there's a difference between a woman, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be real. Like, I'm not. I can't sugarcoat this. But there is a woman, a difference between a woman living off the system and has all of these children. And then there's a difference between a, another woman who is doing her thing and has all these children. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. the expectation is I have to take care of these kids if she's living off the system. And yeah. I don't know what to do with this person because I'm not used to seeing this. Yeah. You, you, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's where it gets confusing for men who date women who have their stuff together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like that's that's a shock in itself because now you're now you're like I'm stepping into this and man, you got a lot of kids. I'm gonna deal with this. It ain't for you to deal with. But that's not their that's not their mindset or their expectation because of what they're used to. Yeah. 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 
Stay out of Pensacola Village. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying Stay out of the project, y'all. None no. of that. Hey, you know, they, they come from that part of the town in the hood and they on Section 8. No, I ain't going to live. I ain't saying nothing about nothing. <laughs> you see, like, a lot of people don't want to do better. Mm-hmm. They would rather just rob the system and let the system provide for them. And, like you say, that is a culture shock because mm-hmm. like my, my son's mom, oh, my. Saying nothing about nobody. God, God bless them. God bless them. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm like, I ain't gonna worry about that. All right. So, question though. Okay. As a what? Well, as a mother and as a child, mm-hmm. were you taught how to talk to men or how to, you know, treat men? Because you know, like men are always taught when they're growing up. Oh, this is how you talk to women. This is how you treat a woman. You wasn't taught that. No. So I have a song with my brother. It's called No Guidance, right? We haven't put it out yet. But in the song, I literally say, um, you expected me to give you everything you needed. But remember when I told you that my daddy didn't raise me, my mom never taught me how to be a lady. So the things I do and say might seem a little bit crazy, right? So now this was not specifically from my perspective, right? This was in response to, on behalf of, um, you know, what my brother had going on. So I kind of responded as the female. But at the same time, it's so relevant to a lot of different people because a lot of the time, it's a generational thing, right? If my mother was never taught how to teach, how can she teach me without stepping outside of herself and understanding that this needs to change? If her mother was never taught how to do this, et cetera. So we're going down the line with it and it has to stop or start somewhere, yeah. right? So for me, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm not going to yeah. not teach my girls how to operate, like be a woman, how to how to be a woman, what, what that looks like to you, what it looks like to me. Because what being a woman is to different people is very, very different. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like there's so many different elements to being a woman and I may not have all those attributes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. the attributes that I have are the ones that I'm going to teach my child or my yeah. children. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, because I, 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 I had the same thing with my son, uh, especially when I'm trying to think what a man is. But mm-hmm. he swear to God, men are stronger than women and everything. So I'm thinking, you know, there could be some women that's stronger than men. Right. And that's right. They're like, no, man, we strong. Right. We tough. We, I was like, I was like, ah. Uh, I had to go back and rethink. I was like, damn, what have I been teaching him so far? I was like, I go to the gym, I go work out, I was like, ooh. Mm-hmm. That's where he sees the strength. Exactly. So I was like, I had to start talking and just communicate more. Especially now that I got a right. little girl, too. I got a little girl too. Mm-hmm. So I see like the big problem is like, like you said, we always focus on man teaching them how to do this. Right. And I want to teach him also how to receive love from a woman and teach how to be talked to by a woman. Right. Not to accept nothing less than right. that. And for her to also, like we already teach her how to be taught by men, talk to right. by men and all this stuff, but how to teach, talk to men, how to, you know, communicate, how right. to really express yourself and how to allow them to express themselves and not judge them for it. Because that that's one thing I really feel like need to be more, yes. more focused on when it comes to development of I'm not talking bad about y'all women. I'm just saying in general, like, it's funny. We all, men are always taught this and the third. Mm -hmm. But 
kind of skip over the daughters, they expect them to like they're they're gonna be just handed to you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, you gotta you gotta bring something to the table. Right. A lot of these women these days thinking, oh, if I look good, this and third, you gotta accept me for one of them. Nah. You can be another pretty face with no personality and mm-hmm. end up right there on Instagram and not with nothing. There's so many different things with that too, like society has painted this picture yeah. of what a woman is supposed to look like, yeah. what she's supposed to act like, how she's supposed to think, move, all of these things. And then men sometimes feed into that. Yeah. And they kind of, they kind of... Gaslight them. Yes. <laughs> they gaslight them. So then, yeah. so then when that, when that expectation is not met, yeah. right? From, from the man's point of view, like, wait a minute, you don't look like that. I need you to look like that right now. Because yeah. that's what you're supposed to look like, right? So now yeah. it's, it's a misconstrued, like vision of what the man and the woman is supposed Both to look like yeah. and act like like all of these things so when you have people with their exposing themselves and uh, and doing all of these things like you don't have to do that to get attention so, yeah, I, it's, it's just all about attention now because i'm like oh because i think somebody else asked me like bro why you, you like the pictures i was like yeah but is that my girl she was she wouldn't be my girl mm-hmm. i was like bro she ain't That'd be something I would rather be just from right, her. Right. She's showing everybody right. these damn things. I'm like, what the fuck? Right, right. It was like, people don't understand class is more sexier than all this other it shit. It is, it is. Like, like, bro, all I see on social media now is just ass, titty, lingerie pictures, and booty pics, all this stuff. I'm like, man, okay, yeah, you look good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got this, that, third, but shit. I ain't the only person seeing it now. Everybody seen this right. damn thing. Now you got the moment that you can just tell it's like, like Shade over here, y'all. Like, I'm like, sheesh, sheesh, like, I typically like to keep just face pics because mm-hmm. that's just you yeah. know what it is. But yeah. I ain't like this. But also, it get kind of scary for guys when they look at just face pics. Like, huh? Catfishing came around. Look. Ooh, hey, that was so. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's scary out here because yeah. like, damn, this is a picture from you from how long ago? <laughs> <laughs> this is how you look now. You get that next thing, you like, bitch, you lied. <laughs> but, I get it. I don't know. For me, though, like, my, I changed my hair so much. Like, just yeah. two days ago, I had braids, right? Yeah. Did I take my hair down yesterday? I think I took my hair down yesterday. God damn. Yeah. Hey, hey, trying to tell y'all, phenomenal woman, she could do it all. Hey. If I can learn how to edit, I do know how to edit myself up and everything. But I'm saying, if I should go ahead and start doing it more, shit. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that to me, that could be catfish to some people. Like, if I change my hair all the time, like, oh, you the same? So, I went to, I was just in uh, North Carolina, Fort Bragg this past week, right? And I was there for work. So, I went to work, and I never met these people. So, I had my braids and I had my hair down, okay? Went to the Christmas party that night, and I put my hair up. It had, like, little bangs and everything. And nobody recognized me. <laughs> I was like, nah, I, nah, I know y'all playing. I just changed my lip color and put my hair up. Wow. Yeah, they was like, oh, that was you. But again, they only saw me that one day. Like, that was uh, their first time seeing me. It was just, just funny to me how. One little thing can change. Yes, right? it is. Seriously. But but outside of all of that, like, I'm still me. Yeah. I'm still a phenomenal woman. I'm still exactly. all of these things. You know what I'm saying? No matter what it is. Ooh. No matter what I do with my hair, my face, my anything, deep down inside, I'm still the same person. Which is so true. 
<laughs> Keep y'all on y'all toes, right? Keep exactly. Guessing. See, guys, we're going to do so much. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> look, I'm like, oh, I got a beard today. Guess what? Shave the beard. And yeah. soon I shave it. They're like, what the fuck you yeah, do? Yeah, don't do it. Have... Men, don't shave your beards. Why not? Why can't we? Be... See? Do Boom. Do not. That's the only expectation <laughs> I have. There is only one pass. If you're in the military, I get it. I'm going to be, I'm joining back in the military. But. <laughs> I, I look good as a nigga more. Right? I, I'm, I'm just saying. If I had to play, look. Me being an actor, if I had to play a younger role, but I ain't gonna lie, shoot, I, I look younger with my beard. I look older when I say. See, it's a difference between if a man has a lot of hair on his head and no beard, we might be able to work something out. But if you, if you ain't got no hair here or here, we we got serious problems. Well, I don't know about all that. See, look, <laughs> when I accept you for all your numbers and hairstyles, I can't That's one look, thing, right? I, <laughs> one. I, 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 I understand, y'all. With this all about the beard, but y'all understand. Sometimes that shit just be like, bro, I need to let my face breathe a little bit. Does it get on your nerves? Yeah, especially like I sleep, how I be sleeping, sometimes I sleep on my stomach. Mm-hmm. That shit just, and then okay. wake up, I wake up, be like half of like this, half of like this. I'm like, fuck. Okay. So sometimes, look, especially during the summertime, yeah, fuck that. Okay. Y'all can't tell me okay. shit during the summertime. I'm gonna shave if I'm gonna shave one time at least. Doing, I at least shave once or twice a year. Okay, just so you know, it's aesthetically pleasing to us for us to see men in beards. Sometimes some men don't look good in beards, but that's very rare. Same thing with me with girls in sweatpants. But you know, I ain't gonna tell you. I can't tell you what sweatpants all the time. You be like, nigga, now you you know, shut the hell up talking about me in sweatpants. Look, I can't tell y'all what the well, but y'all gonna tell me about my damn beard. No, this ain't no quick fix though. Like, if yes, you shave, it, look, it, it's, it's a process. A look, yeah, take a little minute, but look, you go all my phases now. You get going from the baby face all the way up to the. The, the Drizzy Drake little bitty and then go all the way up to the Ricky Rose oh and then, then the French Montana look every beard got its own phase it does, it does. and I ain't gonna lie Ooh. I'm just saying if you could rock with me through all my phases just like I could rock with you all your phases <laughs> we should be alright <laughs> look cause if I decide one day just chop off all my hair just go bald on everything damn hell no I ain't doing that shit I'll, I'll be let me knock on some wood real quick. Because, oh, yeah, if that happened, mm. mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie, I ain't gonna know how to react. I'm gonna be. Yeah, I feel like I'm in boot camp again. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Night for me. Yeah. Gotta keep some type of house. I keep the mustache. <laughs> nah. Not the mustache. Yeah, I keep the mustache. It, it depends on the neck. It gotta be able to connect with something like. Well, if I had somebody help fertilize it all the time, then I would probably say I keep the beard. <laughs> adult joke. <laughs> That's an adult joke for y'all. Y'all kids keep y'all head out the gutter. <laughs> y'all don't know. <laughs> but yeah, you, gotta, you know, my beard getting dry. I need some uh, oh moisturizer. What's the next topic? <laughs> I'm about to go. <laughs> oh, shoot. Okay. Uh, so. How do, all right, so how, like you saying, being the first ones to break this thing with the generation with women, mm-hmm. being able to teach them how to talk to and, you know, be receiving to men, you think that would kind of kill this so-called stereotype of what we got nowadays where it's like, I feel like, mm, they understand it's a give and take mm-hmm. more than just a take and just give me, give me, give me. Mm-hmm. You think that would actually 
it will it will definitely heal the generations to come like seriously because they'll the our children will be the ones teaching the future and i mean if we start understanding that we should build each other up Mm. and not just I shouldn't necessarily have to always build you up. I need to be built up too. Like if yeah. if I'm not inspired by you to, or be if I'm not motivated by you, if I'm not encouraged by you, then I'm just going to remain stagnant. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'll do some things that I'm interested in, but if I don't feel that you're behind me and supporting me, then I might just stop, or I might not go as far as I could have gone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we we all need that support regardless. So I think pouring into each other yeah. is definitely like the the blueprint for the future. Yes, that's what I would love. What you said you took my line from me. Oh, geez, I can't can't even say my line anymore. Look, that's what I be talking about all the time. Even with friendships and mm-hmm. especially in relationships, because I tell people like. Relationships sometimes take priority over my friendship mm-hmm. because this is somebody I say, "Oh, this is about to be my co-pilot." Right. You got you're building with me. We're building together. Right. Like you got your everything you're doing. I got my thing I'm doing. But yeah, we keep right. each other motivated. Friends, y'all know how friends are. Right. <laughs> we ain't gonna get that. Right. We know how friends are. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you gotta realize some people you say your friends ain't really your friends. And like, right. yeah. Is they always talking negative around you? You gotta cut that. Bit. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like I said, that's why I just ask for God and the universe and whoever. Just keep people around me that pour into me the same way I pour into them. Mm-hmm. If y'all ain't realizing y'all well going dry, keep pouring to somebody. Don't worry, your pocket will tell you something now. It, it, it told me. <laughs> Golly. Oh, she. Oh, go ahead. No, you, you go. I was gonna say we we also have to pour into our children too. Oh yeah, badass kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, every parent out there that have kids, you understand why I say fuck them kids. <laughs> but at the same time, too, only I can say that about my kids. I love my kids, right. but fuck them kids. <laughs> but it, it's it's so reassuring to see. The growth of my kids and everything mm-hmm. too, and I swear to God, I, I was uh, like two weeks ago. I was really watching my son, and it was just like he—he's like when you have a kid, it's like I feel like a part of you transferred over to them. Something that your interest was while you was, mm-hmm. you know, adolescence growing up, is like transferred over to them. Like, right. Music wise, everything. I was like, I don't know. Oh, he doing this shit now. I was like, huh, I ain't got interest with him. Now, my little girl, she got later his shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck, I don't give a fuck about no sports. I was like, oh, she might be now. I'm like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. It's like my little pieces of me transferred over yeah. when they were created. And like, and now I'm like, ooh, now I get to nourish the gift I never, I didn't use yeah. in them. And hopefully they use it and use it in the right way. Yeah. Cause like I say, you don't use it, you lose it. Right, absolutely. And I feel like now you lose it, it just goes to your kids, and now it's, you just try to make sure that they don't lose it. Right. Cause exactly. like back then, I didn't feel like we had the right nourishing to do that at home right. and focus on it. Now I'm like, all right, fuck it. 
We're going to, what you want to do in life? This what you want to do? Mm-hmm. We're going to get this thing done. Yeah. A lot, a lot of times our parents didn't have time or they didn't have the, the knowledge to know that they needed to do that type of stuff. Exactly. Like, like if I see you have this talent, then I need to do something about that. Yeah. Right. Or a gift. Like my daughter is like a phenomenal, she's a phenomenal athlete, but gymnastics is like her that's her thing, right? That thing be flipping all over the house. Like, you oh, don't stop on that flipping. I try to tell my little girl the same thing. She's like, Dad, I can do a split. I say, you know, you do no oh, yeah. I say, like, yes. I say, hey, look. You don't do no splits in this damn house. You don't do no six round up down boy. You want to do some splits? We're going to go to this gymnastic class. We're going to do some splits up and down. Yeah. We're going to do it. We're going to do it in the right place. Right. So, look, I, I, I like, especially, like, just the way the world is. I was like, yeah. hell no, nah, I don't care. Hey, don't be doing no splits around these people. Oh, my gosh. I was like, shit. The two things I know I'll ever go to jail about, by, is for, for my son and my daughter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, them two, like, hey, by all means, I, I, hey, they can sell criticism, you can boom. Mm-hmm. But if you, you come out of pocket on one of them, trust me, I'm coming out of pocket on you. <laughs> I'll save my last three fights. <laughs> so, hey, just know. Last three fights. Don't, don't fuck, don't, hey, don't fuck with them. Hey, I'm, I'm allowed to be hard on them. Yeah, the coach is too. But you doing some shit, I know you. Mm. I ain't asking questions. Going in guns blazing, hell raising. Ooh. Get an understanding first. At least. Yeah, I do. At least. But look, I ask my son before I ask somebody else. Yeah. Hey, one thing about a parent to a kid, you can tell when your kid is lying. Mm-hmm. I can look at him like, bro, you can't get away with this shit. I did this shit. Yeah. You're, you're, you're doing what I did. Shut the fuck up. Now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I know he ain't lying and you fuck with my kid. Mm-hmm. Oh! That's all she wrote. That's all. I, don't want, I don't like having to get like real rowdy with other people, kids. Yeah. But sometimes I have to do that because sometimes they be coming for my babies. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I had one little girl on the phone. I was like, put the girl on the phone. I said, I don't care nothing about none of that. Put the girl on the, the phone. phone. <laughs> Like, I was like, let me, what, what's her mama number? Let me call her, you know what I'm saying? But like, mm-hmm. hey, I literally, hey, this I gotta do it. This, I already got, I already got a vision in my head. So look, this is what's gonna happen. One day, some kid gonna be fucking my son and look, they gonna get in trouble at school or something. And he, I told my son how to fight. He know how to fight. He just yeah. don't want to fight nobody else but me. And that dude daddy come in that office, yeah. I'm gonna beat the daddy ass in front of the kid. I'm like, yeah, every day you keep fucking my son, I'm going to beat your damn daddy ass every damn day. And I'm going to traumatize him. I was like, Landon, now you see how I did him? You do him the same fucking way. They keep fucking with you, beat their ass. But, uh, ooh. Let me, let me. Let's keep this. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back in. Oh, shoot. All right. All right. What is something you see that is needed for the personal growth of these women today, society. Mm. Self love. Ooh. And awareness. Ooh. I think that's for everybody in this world. But. Absolutely, but I say specifically for women because a lot of times we accept the the script that yeah. I sent you, right? We. We accept things yeah. far too much. Like, oh, we, we have a lot of grace, yeah. a lot of us, um, and a lot of patience and understanding, right? Yeah. And 
<laughs> we give so much, give so much, give so much. And a lot of time men take advantage of that, right? If you love yourself, you won't accept a lot of different things. If you know who you are, if you understand that you you got some work to do, yeah. you won't accept a lot of different things. And honestly, that is for everybody, yeah. but I'm speaking from the question just you know basically on the question that you asked me specifically for women because um i was in that place where i did not love myself i ended up getting into a situation of 12 years and i didn't realize like when all those things were happening in the front part like that was that was my cues like hey sis don't go (laughs) don't do it but i kept doing it because i did not love myself i did not you're I did not for, know who I you're was. You were looking for love in other places. I, I was looking for security. I was looking for um, shelter, safety. Like I was seeking those things because of my upbringing, right? Yeah. So if I lacked the safety and stability and all those things as a child, I'm going to need that as an adult. And I don't know how to get that other than this person, right? He's showing me how this, this is what he's showing me. But at the same time, he also kind of like, you kind of doing things that I don't I shouldn't be accepting right so okay I'll accept all that as long as you can continue to provide these things for me you know what I'm saying so knowing that you and not not saying that I don't need a man you know none of that stuff right we already talked about the need and want thing but what I'm saying is I need to be able to take care of me so that I don't have to worry about the stability right the stability was the biggest thing for me and I had to recover from that I had to heal from that and understand that I can be stable with or without. I need to understand how to do that, right? And I should not have to give everything and and say, well, uh, you giving me the stability, so I'm gonna just have to stay with you because mm-hmm. I ain't gonna be able to find it nowhere else, right? Mm-hmm. So, and not knowing that you can find love, actual love, love that is real and that is. It's not toxic, right? Toxic love is a big thing. Like people, people literally. I was in one. You know what I'm saying? I was one like that. Was a toxic situation, and and on the outside, from the outside looking in, it looked good. Yeah. But like on the inside, I was struggling. Like I was really struggling to maintain, just to be. Like I felt so sad, like all the time, and I'm like, I don't feel happy. I'm not happy. Well, it's not my responsibility to make you happy, but it's also not your responsibility to take away that from the happiness. You know what I'm saying? It's not your job to do that either, right? So, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't don't tell me what your responsibility is and is not. If you going to if you gonna take away my peace, my happiness, all that stuff that I'm supposed to inherently have for myself, what are you here for? Hmm. I should not. This is for anybody. I should not feel like. I just want to jump off of something just to get away from this, like to get away from you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I shouldn't feel trapped. I should be able to feel free with you. I should be able to feel safe with you at all times. That that in itself is just a bare minimum. We got to be able to share that together. I know that there are men who feel trapped yeah. in their situations and and they may be trapped for other reasons, but a lot of times women feel trapped because of financial reasons, reasons, yeah. and not knowing how to move on. Oh, yeah. You love yourself, you know how to move on. You know yourself, you know what you're capable of. 
Oh, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, yeah, a lot of guys do feel trapped. But I feel like they fear more of the the backlash yes. of society versus, like, look, guys are more, like, if a guy files for a divorce or something, or he leaves, mm-hmm. they get bashed. Right. When women file for a divorce. We get bashed. Same. So I, I don't know. All right. I Trust say y'all get bad. Y'all make it bad <laughs> a little that. bit. But it's, it's most girls be behind you like, oh, yeah, girl, find your peace. You have it for you. Boom, mm-hmm. boom. I'm, I'm glad that, like, yeah, you find your happiness mm-hmm. and everything. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of women mm-hmm. doing that. I just want now, when the man decides to move on, mm-hmm. same thing. Like, yeah. yeah. Don't, it ain't always a negative thing. Like I said, you you, know, you got to learn love thyself yes. before you can love anybody else. Absolutely. Go to therapy and get fixed first, y'all. I, look, if y'all, if y'all, y'all ask the fucking therapy, look, you don't even know you're dealing with some trauma that you you may be dealing with for your whole fucking life yeah. and you didn't even know it. Some people don't know that they, they narcissists. Some people don't know they're controlling. Some people don't know they're manipulators. Like, all those things because... To them, they've been living like I've been living like this. So this, this is it's what who they, I am. You right. gonna, you gonna set me who I am? Yes. It, I to them, gonna... it's right, right. And I'm supposed to be like, yeah, I'll take all that. Let me take all that. Let me take mm-hmm. all that. And I take it all these years. And then when you get, when I realize what's going on, and you get mad at me because I realize, and I call you on it, now it's a problem. Yeah, the problem. You knew who I was before you got into this thing. I showed you who I was. Yeah, it was real. Nah, nah, nah. But it's the same thing with women too. Yeah, so a lot of women sure. do the same thing. They put up this facade, mm-hmm. and then when they look, this is how guys. This is how you test it. Get the woman mad. If she start throwing everything back in your face, and she gonna show you who she really is when she mad. What, what you say to me? What you mean by saying uh, throw it back in your face? <sighs> You mean like everything that's being said? Yeah. Okay. Not even just that, like personal stuff, okay. like mm-hmm. stuff you been vulnerable, open up her about. Yeah. Like she always now she's not gonna point out every little thing. Like, mm-hmm. boom, boom, boom. You're like, damn. Now if I do this to you, I'll be, mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, nah. Equal rights. See, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's unhealthy argument, yeah. though, right? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like if we're having a discussion and you're mad about something. You should have no right to throw other stuff. Like they, some most time women go above and mm-hmm. beyond. And men, and men do too. Absolutely, it's not everybody, but yeah. you know, men do too. Mm-hmm. But the immature ones, it's just, that that's the one. I'm yes, like, bro, absolutely. so like you just showed me exactly who you are. So you you, you actually you dropped the bag. Mm-hmm. At that point, I was like, oh, okay. Now I know. Like, at that right. point, I cannot. I don't trust you no more. Mm-hmm. I can't trust you no more. Even if you do say you ain't going to do it again. Like, bro, I can't trust you. Yeah. You just showed me your true colors. You were waiting for some shit like this. Boom. I said, now let me look in your phone. I'll be guarantee you. If you want now this, let look in your phone. I guarantee you already got somebody else picked out ready. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, in the disagreement. Right, in a okay. disagreement that turns into an argument. Okay. Okay. Let's say I came to you and I said, I saw this and I want to talk about it. Okay. Right. And then you come back at me with a, 
well, I saw it too. I saw you do it too, right? Yeah. What do you think about that that particular type of person who then takes what I've come to you with, and yeah. now you're taking over the session? This was my session to vent, but now you've taken over the session, and now it turns into an argument because I can't say what I need to say. Well, one, I feel like that person probably is scared to bring it up to you because, mm-hmm. you know, most times when saying it was a man bringing up something to a woman, mm-hmm. they feel like they're being attacked mm-hmm. and then it really don't go nowhere. Then we wait until like the woman bring up something. Mm-hmm. Similar things like boom. We're like, oh, now you got you. You talking about now. So let me bring up this stuff that mm-hmm. I might boom. Now I can bring up everything that I've been wanting to talk to you about. But every time I try to talk to you about it, it's like, <laughs> I feel like once, once I feel like both people in a relationship get away from the defensive act and trying to defend and just talk it through. It'd be more simple and more right. easy to talk about it. Right. Because it's just like an understanding thing. Yes. Most people would think it's like, oh no, I'm coming in to attack you. Right. Hang on. Some people do come in to attack. But if we start coming in from more of an understanding standpoint versus mm-hmm. attack and defensive standpoint, yeah. a lot of this miscommunication would not go as far as mm-hmm. the it goes because most of the time when people in the argument is just be about a little minor miscommunication, right? Something that petty, right? And then they don't even find out it's petty. Like, oh, I was overreacting. Yeah, your dumb man was overreacting. <laughs> like, go on now, think something I'm fool. <laughs> like, yeah, since you overreacting, I need this, this, that, and third. And I need you spread eagle with the baby oil oh and everything. Oh <laughs> yeah, come look. This is why I laugh. Every time when a woman realized they 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 was wrong, they never admit it. Not, not, not all women. That's not true. Not all women. Majority of women. Some, some, not even the majority. A lot of women, instead of saying, admitting, swallowing their pride and admitting they're wrong, they were like, uh, trying to cut up up on you, then try to have sexual relations, boom, mm-hmm. this thing is over. I was like, no, that ain't the way to win, no. Tell you, hey, say you wrong. See? <laughs> Own up to your mistakes. Oh my God. Hey, no, I, I feel like this. Once both sides are taking ownership mm-hmm. and responsibility yes. for their flaws and their mistakes, look, sex is no longer used as a yes. tool to against one another. Yes. It's more of a something y'all create together. Now. It's a healthy relationship yeah. at that point. Like if you yeah. can help, if you can communicate in a healthy way, even have a disagreement yeah. that just stays at a disagreement yeah. and then you work it out. That is the foundation of a healthy relationship. You know what I'm saying? Cause you can get through anything if you can get through yeah. the, the small stuff, because again, the, it's, it starts off small. It starts off petty, yeah. but as soon as you're not in a healthy relationship, you're going to realize you gonna realize real fast that it's unhealthy. Oh, yes. And then that's when you need to either work it out with yourself, or, figure all that stuff out, and come back, or just yeah. go and go figure it out yourself, and just stay gone. Because most Facts. of the time they're not gonna want to do it too. They're not gonna want to get themselves together. Facts. Hence the, the girl that left me and chose the other guy. Guess what? Y'all ain't working through y'all shit. Guess what? Don't come back here. Uh, and, and you ain't gonna, I know me and Penny. Well, don't you still have a lot of healing to do? Yeah, well, I'm going there. All right, yeah. Right so now, I healed you. I'm, I'm exactly. Like, hey, hey, right now, I had to go revert back to my asshole. <laughs> so I, I, I'm a little damaged right now. So when you get through all that, whatever woman comes after your healing, you'll be absolutely fine. Well, you know, I'm feeling kind of healed already. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Let me tie my let me tie my tie. Uh, bow tie. I, I gotta let me tie me a bow tie. Uh, uh. Oh my god. Uh, what we going to eat? <laughs> yeah, when your, listen, when your therapist finally tell you, oh, I think we're good. I think it's all good now. No, nah, hey, Just look. Just call me when you want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> but, look, uh, she told me a long time ago, I keep bringing no other shit. I was like, hey, you know what, doctor? I got a lot of other problems. I, I'm, I'm really dependent on my, I'm codependent on my therapist right now. Yeah. Yeah. But, look, she's my safe place where I can vent, boom, and get all up. I'm like, well, I, I'll probably be more sad when she leave me than the. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if, if if my therapist ever retired, then I, I yeah, ooh, ooh. So you still have abandonment issues? What? She leave me? I'm be mad. So you still haven't healed from the abandonment? Abandonment? I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I realize like that's my recent thing. I realized because I worked through a lot of my shit, like communicational issues, everything else too. It's really now just really my abandonment issues. Mm-hmm which I feel like was the root of a lot of my self-sabotaging in relationships. Mm-hmm. So okay. now that I'm working on it, but she actually told me, because I had a section yesterday, with that, only person can really heal you from that is yourself. You actually have a conversation with yourself and figure out where this started, boom. Right. And growing up from a single parent household, like never knowing who my dad was and not knowing even though back in my head I was like oh you want to oh yeah boom gonna pop up eventually mm-hmm. that part probably played a big part into it too and my subconscious not knowing so it's like ooh now the littlest things like fine boom the funny thing I'm a, I could be alone I'm cool being alone mm-hmm. but I hate being alone mm-hmm. so it's like uh, I'm a walking contradiction I wouldn't necessarily say that. Yeah. All right. I enjoy a long time so much. Yeah. Like I can go out of town by myself. I can oh, me too. Do all all these things. I'm right? turning up. <laughs> I have more fun by myself. I have fun more fun by myself now when I invite people. Unless I really like fuck with you and like, all right, we just yeah. doing shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, I wouldn't say that's a contradiction. I just say like, you enjoy companionship. Yeah. But at the same time, you enjoy your. Own, you know, your own yeah. company. Look, I like the funny thing about it, I had to explain to somebody the last person I was talking to. And she they picked up on it quickly. I was like, you know, when it's how you can tell when I'm nervous or when I'm, I'm comfortable around you. She actually knew already. She's like, yeah, you talk a lot when you're nervous. Mm-hmm. When you're calm and relaxed and everything, you're quiet. Like, if I'm quiet around you, I could be around you, boom. And we just coexist. I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. Like, my guard is down, like, mm-hmm. at that point. Oh, like, it's, it's, it's kind of, now this one, I said, I'm going to condition. I have a podcast, like, talk show. But in reality, bro, I don't like to talk. I feel it. Yeah. I do. This is me, <laughs> yeah. this is me facing my fears, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, uh, it, it's, it's real interesting because, like, the more you get to learn about yourself, by looking back, the further along you can get going forward. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so you know, I'm excited to see that. Oh, mm. <laughs> when my abandonment issues over, Sade, we going to eat. Are <laughs> 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 oh, we going to eat? Are we going to Olive Garden? Are we like Italian or Japanese? Hibachi? <laughs> oh my God. Oh, 
my god. Oh barbecue. <laughs> Not the barbecue. <laughs> yeah, the pork belly. I don't I don't even know what the fuck pork belly is anyway. Right? That shit sound nasty. It's actually pretty good. Oh damn. A lot of flavor. But it's a lot of fat. I don't like the fat. Mm-hmm. Here's why I probably never gained my weight. I need it. I, I just need hurry up to swallow it. I've been told you don't gain weight from the fat. Uh, there is this another. That's another topic. Well, that's another discussion. Oh, another one. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Bet. <laughs> Bet. All right. Well, for closing remarks. Well, I know she's a busy lady, y'all. She's a phenomenal woman. She got a lot of stuff she got to take care of anyway. So, for closing remarks. What is your biggest takeaway from this episode that you would want these young women to take away from and grow from? Heal, love, no. Heal, love, no. Mm-hmm. Ooh, break it down, break it down. Get healing. Okay. Love yourself mm-hmm. and know who you are. She a poet too. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Oh yeah, she got a uh, music video dropping. Oh, I don't know when it's dropping. I hope soon, um, cause I'm ready to see it. Okay, hey, oh. we got, she got a music video on the way. Uh, y'all catch her actually in Sacred. It'll be streaming soon. Don't know when, but we'll when find it out do, tomorrow. We'll find out tomorrow. Uh, what else? Uh. I got a show coming up in Mobile this weekend on the 17th. Oh, hey, she got a show in Mobile yes. on the 17th. Oh, what else? Oh, oh shit. What else I got going on? God damn. Uh, what else do I have? Oh, well, I don't know. I'm not going to reveal that yet. Uh, it's off the, the script. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hey. something new, so. Yeah, just let me know. <laughs> boy, ready. <laughs> well, I said the January. I, oh, yeah, I'm ready. Hey, hey, what? Anyway, I gained a little bit of my weight back, too, so you ain't got to be, I ain't skinny <laughs> no more. I got this. It's a, it's a 3X jacket, y'all. That's how you know I'm got I'm back on it. Half of your body ain't in it, though. Shut up, shut up, man. <laughs> if, if it was a large, it would be really tight on my body. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, well, uh, so some more short films that um, I'm in and yeah. I will be a part of in 2023. So. Oh, yeah. It's, it's pretty exciting. So. Hey, y'all was just saying, it's 23, so guess what? We got the ball like Jordan. Wait, fuck that. I don't even like Jordan like that. Don't like King James. We ain't going to talk about it. What? We ain't gonna talk about it. You ain't that much younger than me now. I know, but Jordan ain't shit. Look. We're not talking. If we're gonna talk about the greatness of Jordan, might let's talk about the greatness of Scottie Pippen. We're not gonna talk about it. He ain't win shit without Scottie. He wouldn't have won shit without Scottie. So who was the, the who was the who was the who was the X factor in the whole thing? Did you really Scottie Pippen, baby? Did you really? Scottie Pippen, three three. Did you watch Scottie Pippen's interview? Is that why you're saying this? No, I've been saying that for actually since high school, even before high school. I was like, hmm, because look. I ain't going to talk about it. Look, Kobe, the first three, if Shaq didn't turn it on, he wouldn't have had no first three. You always, always try to say this guy. Won't. No, look. It's but a, hold no. on, hold on, because people miss this all the time. It's about the teamwork. Team. Yeah. So if Jordan was a phenomenal, if he was, if yeah, he was outscoring everybody, it had nothing to do with his team, have, with him having the ability to outscore everybody, yeah. right? But, but yeah. he, they got what they got together as a unit. Yeah. If he had been somewhere else, he probably could have gotten the same thing. But actually, 
the funny thing about it, there's a story that came out. Because, you know, the Bulls actually almost made it back to the finals after he left. And then their, their game was actually rigged where they lost because look, that would have diminished the legacy of Jordan. Mm. Scotty, look, there actually was an interview. So y'all don't believe me? Go look it up. Come look. Did Scotty No, no, like uh, some NBA insider official mm-hmm. back that was in back then. It's like yeah, because you look at the game, the certain like the last couple minutes of the fouls, like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So if mm. imagine that if Jordan would have left and Scotty would have won, how great was Jordan really? <laughs> He's not the GOAT. I would like to see you play him one-on-one and then I would, Shit. Like, I would like for you to come back and tell me. He's 6'6", six, six, man. <laughs> I am 6'3". Well, well, so, so hey, low-key, look, I would love to play Michael Jordan one-on-one, like LeVar Le- Ball said. Uh-huh. Like LeVar Ball, hey, big ball of brand, <laughs> I respect you. Hey, he ain't never beat you one-on-one, like you said. I'm just saying. Cause look, like, if, he, if he ever played me one-on-one, I ain't gonna lie. How much you weigh now? He, he, he doing the fat now. Key, Even now, I think he can still beat you. He better be able to beat you. <laughs> you want to see the ring? Because look, if, if, if I beat you, I need I need Why? one I need one of the rings. Why should he be able to? Because that's what he do. Is it? He does. He hasn't done it in years. Why Shit. should he be able to? He don't think he ain't played basketball in years. He probably playing basketball this morning. He's not playing professionally. Still, I mean, that nigga been shooting. I mean, that boy been still shooting. <laughs> I don't even say the word in my fire. <laughs> she had caught me slipping. That boy still be shooting. But look, no worries. If I, if I can get somebody to come play with me, if it was like a two-on-two. Why I gotta be? Why you need to do it? Why you can't do it by yourself? If he bring his son or one of his sons in it, because look, I'm old. I'm old. Hey, yes. Good look, age-wise. Because guess what? You already know who I'm calling. If I had to pick anybody, Scotty! <laughs> yes. And look. I want his wife to be right beside him. Like, yeah, you left this motherfucker with him, you bitch. <laughs> mm, I'm just saying. Hey. Hey, it's it's all opinion anyway. Yeah, None of this is facts. Like, yeah. So. Yeah. Cause look, Scotty is six for six in the finals too, y'all. But y'all never say nothing about him. Greatness. Greatness on another level. <laughs> well, it could be the aesthetics. And I ain't lie, I like Scottie Pippen shoes better than Jordan's. I'm just talking about this part. A lot oh. of times people show a lot of attention to people that are aesthetically pleasing if you if you'll look and notice. Oh, you think he look like me? What? No, me? no, Scottie Pippen? Yeah. Not easy to look at. Kinda hard on the eyes. So you don't pay much attention to people that aren't as aesthetically pleasing. And that that's just My little bald head is little But Michael was also handsome. And easy to look at. Cause you're bald headed, you couldn't see shit up. I'm just saying, I'm just giving you Scottie the reason why they didn't pay much attention to him. That's uh-huh. all. Yeah, whatever. I'll I'm just it. saying. I'll let it go. <laughs> we let it go. But shit. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> Chade, I want to thank you for coming in on this episode from oh, from from girls to women uh-huh. on from boys to men <laughs> podcast. Oh uh, man, I definitely got to get you back. Uh, definitely got to do some more work together. Uh, what else? Uh, and when I'm here, I'm going to call you. When I'm here, I'm going to call you. You come to my show this weekend on Saturday. On Saturday? Yes. Oh. Doors open at 6. It's in the mobile apartment. I'll send you. Well, my flyer is it's uh, on Facebook. I know. I'll be looking at stuff, but I'll be like, I'll be here, and I'm like, get off. I, I, I'm, I'm the person that I get on social media, and i just like, oh, what the fuck am I doing on here? Then I, I literally like, eh. 
I said, don't let them scroll down this shit. It's <laughs> a lot to scroll through. Exactly. I'm like, nah. Mm-hmm. I check my messages, like, mm-hmm. okay. No one's looking, you know what I'm saying? And then I go straight to whatever. Whatever I'm yeah. doing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'll definitely try to make it. No matter if I ain't say try, I'm going to make it. It's Saturday. Mm-hmm. What time? Doors open at 6. Doors open at 6. Ooh. Ooh. I say, don't know what time I'm performing, though. Damn! Who else performing? A lot of people. God damn. Yeah. See, I don't be that like, boom, push out there. <laughs> Y'all don't want me in the crowd. You have to call me Corel, though, though. Oh, Corel. I'm going to save me, yeah. I'm like, Corel. We want Corel. I'm like, hey, if she ain't came on, by the time I get the. <laughs> it's gonna be fun though, something. Better be. Well, I, I believe you. If you're a part of it, uh, look, there's a little line she flowed on in this episode. I, I, I believe she <laughs> She might be alright. But y'all, Saturday, if you're in Mobile, be there. Don't be square. Don't be lame. Be there. Uh, but uh, what, what else I gotta say? Oh yeah, I can't forget. I gotta add my ex- outro. You know, we gotta exit this thing right, baby. Uh, oh yeah, and queens keep y'all crown up, and you know, Please. sometimes you know, help, help, help raise these kings' eyes when their heads falling down, and we'll do the exact same too. We reciprocate what we get. But yeah, like I say before, we leave always. Dream big dreams, because small dreams have little magic. And how big we dream, you know you're going to fail. And remember this. If you don't remember anything else, y'all do y'all best, and let God take care of the rest. Thank you again for coming on. Thank y'all for tuning in, for listening. It's been fun. Peace, love, happiness. Y'all, we is out. I know that I'm different, self-motivated, self-disciplined, yeah. I learn from my experience, I just want someone to take me serious. Real questions that I ask, how long will this solo trip last? I'm content with being alone in the past, but it's changing and it's something I can't grasp. Turn off my phone, I'm in my zone, so now I'm acting different. I'm to myself, I'm in my head, mapping out this life I'm living. So I rebel, but I don't miss a beat